0: Good evening. This is the Mystery Book Discussion for January of 2015. Where the heck did the time go? I'd like to know. But anyway, that's that's a mystery of a different kind. Um, and we are discussing Iron Lake by uh, William Kent Kruger and as I usually do when in- inquiring of um, folks in the, in the group. Um, did you like the book? Why or why not?
1: I didn't particularly like it. Um, I didn't find many of the characters likable. Um, I don't remember the prim- principal character's name, but I, I thought he was kind of dumb because everywhere he went, he went alone. And it's like the horror movies where, you know, somebody hears a sound in the basement and everybody in the audience is yelling, don't go down into the basement. And they go down into the basement and bad things happen. Um, the only good characters were the Indian Henry... And the girl, Julia, who got killed, um, it just seemed like a very gray or dark book to me.
2: Well, this is Alan. I, I like the book. Uh, I, I did like the characters. I like Corcoran O'Connor. I didn't much care for his wife, but uh, she gets better as it goes. I, I even went ahead and read the other other two in the, in the series. And the... Uh, the the you know the book trilogy that was packaged by NLS, and uh, I you know I, I found the, the the story engaging the uh, uh, the character I really liked the, uh, the 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 touches of the the Native Americans and how they talked about the Indians and uh, uh, I really liked the Henry Henry Malou character and uh, uh, and the the other two books were were uh, were good too I mean I thought the stories were good the The mysteries were pretty good, and uh, like I said, I I, I enjoyed it and and read all three of them. So, uh, yeah.
3: I'm not normally big on Native American uh, culture, but I thought this made it very interesting. I enjoyed the book. I know Minnesotans. I've spent a good deal of time in Minnesota, and the fact that this guy would go down, would do go alone no matter what. These people are stubborn. They're, they're, um, they're, they're pioneer stock. Uh, we still think we're, you know, I mean, even the Wisconsin people, we think we're invis- invincible. We can take care of anything, and we do. Um, I found him very believable. Um, the book was uh, something I probably normally wouldn't have read. And I'll argue with him whether his name is Kruger or Krieger, because it's Krieger. <laughs> I um,
4: didn't think I was going to like it. I uh, usually um, uh, don't like books about culture. Well, it depends on the culture, I suppose. Uh, this one was so different from uh, any anything I would... Uh, think about I guess but I ended up liking it I um I especially <laughs> liked Malou he was he Henry was a little bit uh uh, <laughs> uh for an old dude uh certainly certainly was able to uh, take care of business uh, but um, I don't know that I'll read the other two in the series, but uh, I did end up enjoying this one.
5: I liked the book, too. Uh, I, I usually like books that are different cultures, you know, unless they really drag. And uh, and I liked it for the same reason everybody else has. But here I am again. Um, it seemed to me as I read this book that there had to be books before this, and yet I even went to the trouble of going into uh, "Stop Your Killing Me" and into Audible, and nobody indicated that there was any book before um, the one that we read. <laughs> so, if anybody knows any different, but but didn't you all feel that way? I mean, five like we got the idea that he right in the very beginning. Um, this couple are already in the process of divorce and i just thought that was kind of weird for a first book in a series
2: yeah i mean that I, uh, I felt the same way to it first but that, that's just the way he said it that's just the way he did it and he he referred back to past events and uh, uh it, it seemed like they were they were part of another book but not in this case and uh yeah cuz this is definitely the first one in the series
6: well i like the book um i like cork um I liked him a lot, but I thought he was awfully naive, just going into things without really thinking that much about them, and um, I did not like Joe, his wife. I did like Henry a lot. He was my favorite character, Um, but the kids weren't very likable. Although Jenny got a little bit more likable as book went on, but, um, they're teenagers, so I guess that's probably why. Um, uh, I, I thought it was awfully obvious that Sandy was the killer. I don't know, it just seemed to me that he kind of stood out like a sore thumb, um,
7: Well, that's how, how I think about it. Um, I really enjoyed this book, too. And, Alan, like you, I ended up reading the Hall Three. And, boy, was I it's one of those... I will say one thing. If you read number two and you don't read number three, you must really not like them. Because, otherwise, there's a cliffhanger there. Just as a warning to those of you that haven't read it. But I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed all three books. Um, I... I agree with people about him being kind of stubborn, which is kind of an interesting thing. But the thing that I found a little wearying, and this continued on in the other books, is that he's always having these guilt trips about things. And to the point where they became annoying, um, I always call that the Thomas Covenant effect because there's a set of fantasy books about a guy named Thomas Covenant who... Absolutely had the most angst of any human being that was ever written about in the world. And I just got sick of listening to it. And I felt a little bit that way with this. Although, I would definitely read again. And I just saw somewhere, maybe on DB Review or something, I don't remember, um, that there is a new book by this guy out just recently. Well... I happen to like uh, Herrick Krieger's book
0: um, but seeing as he lives in America, we're gonna we're gonna pronounce his last name in the American fashion. Um, I'm sure it is Krieger um, but you know, nobody says that <laughs> or at least nobody on this side of the Atlantic says that, but in any case um. I like the book, uh, which is why I suggested it. And I did like Malou. I love Malou. I just, I just have a warm feeling for these these medicine medicine people that we get in these various books, because they they always seem to um, you know they they just they lend such a An air of wisdom and um, compassion and, you know, all those things that elders are supposed to do. And I I just like it. Um, I think it's great. Uh, I I didn't care for his wife either. Um, I thought she was a little self-absorbed. And I thought that she uh, didn't realize what a good thing she had going. And um, I... Suppose uh, I shouldn't say this, but in later books we, uh, he he dispenses with this Joe character. Um, I haven't read the third one. I, I got, um, I read the second one, and then I read the, th- about half of the third one, and then I got into something else. And um, so, I haven't. I haven't finished it, but I do intend to. Um, I totally intend to do that. So, um, but yeah, I I really liked Malou. And I know some of you have said what characters you liked and why. Um, and I have to say, I did not know it was this Sandy character until the very end. Um, maybe I'm naive. I could be, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, in any case, um, I like the book. So um, well, so what about characters, folks? Um, yes, no. Um, I, I, a lot of you have said what you thought, but have you got any comments on character or characters um, at the moment?
2: Yeah, uh, in addition to Henry, I also I also liked the Molly Normy character. I, I I didn't want her to get killed. I I was uh, I was sad by that, but I figured I figured that's where it was going and cuz it felt like they were going to try to put him back with his wife even though I thought she was very very uh unfaithful. But uh uh I also like the I like the setting. I, I I don't know much about the Iron Range. I know we touched on a little bit in the uh, the Shoemaker's Wife. Part of it was set there, but I, I liked reading about Minnesota. I liked the descriptions and stuff. I see why they call Minnesota the Land of the Thousand Lakes, and uh, and that's for the 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 now Los Angeles Lakers used to be uh, uh, why they why that name was stuck on that team, because apparently they they've got lakes everywhere up there, and uh, I enjoyed the descriptive settings as well. And uh, and I, I liked Cork. Uh, and that that uh that bald newspaper guy made made a good baddie. I, I couldn't stand him, but because uh, the, they they did a good job of, of drawing him, uh, and giving him some bad characteristics. So uh, I thought that it had a good character set. And I liked the uh was it was it Sam that was kind of uh, Cork's mentor guy that got killed in, at that confrontation earlier that they referenced back in the book.
6: Yeah, I liked Sam a lot. Now I was a little confused. Did was Cork the one that killed Sam? It seemed like he killed that other guy, and at the same time, he killed Sam. But I wasn't sure.
2: No, uh, an older an older man that owned one of the hotels that was concerned about the. Uh, his business falling off once the indian started fishing the, the lake shot sam and then cork cork shot him and then but but cork kind of cork kind of snapped when that happened cuz he like emptied his he emptied his pistol and the guy even after the guy was down he, he kept shooting him apparently so that, that that's what happened
3: you know this took me back you know, 15 years ago when when i was in wisconsin and they were going through all the spear fishing um debates and court trials and there was a lot of um well violence the indians felt they should be able to uh, fish with spears and the the uh, white people were afraid that they were going to 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 uh, take away their livelihoods we weren't going to get enough fish and it was just silly it was just you know that was it was um, it was truly violent. It was truly uh, not something you'd want to get involved in. But I remember it, and I remember being out in that area. Um, I have some relatives had some relatives in on the Iron Range, and it's um, very rural, very much as he wrote it up to be. Um, it, desolate um he he just did such a good job that if nothing else that would have captivated me
7: I thought he did an excellent job with all of the Indian stuff that was in maybe I should say Native American stuff that was in the book um uh, I used to know a lady who was um that kind of Indian and um it was amazing how much like her, many of these characters, a lot of the views that she had and a lot of the stuff that she told me was so much like what these Indians expressed, both the, the stuff like what you're talking about with the fishing and also with the more uh, spiritual stuff too. So both Henry and just sort of the general Indian attitude was fascinatingly real and, um, so I think that he did an outstanding job with a lot of that stuff, and um, well I just really I, and I liked his kids i I'm not sure what um, people have, that have complained about the kids were complaining about they seemed to me like they were being very participatory in helping with the little um, stand that he had, the little hamburger stand and stuff like that and I thought that was kind of cool. I um, certainly I mean any kid is going to get a little frustrated when you try to restrict them even if you're afraid for their life.
1: Well, I did like the descriptions in the book. I, I found that part real. I did figure out fairly early that Sandy must have killed somebody. Um, I was totally blown away by the fact that the Indian guy, whose name I can't remember, had killed somebody else. Um, So,
2: at least the mystery was fairly good. One thing I... And this is a little bit off off track, but... I thought it was kind of curious the way NLS has done the the this book series I don't ever remember seeing another series quite like this where a lot of the the books are done in threes like these are the first 3 in the series and they're they're packaged in one book and there's a couple of other ones that are done the same way so I don't know how they I don't know how they decided to do it that way I, that that's kind of cuz I mean the books aren't that aren't overly shorter and they're, like, they're, they're like around average of 12 12 plus hours each so that's uh that's kind of an average length, or maybe even a little bit longer than average. But uh, I, I was scanning through the various ones, and there's at least three or three or four sets that are that are done in groups of three, which is kind of interesting. I thought Andy Powell did a very good job narrating this one. I I, I really enjoyed the narrating. He he does at least one other group of three. I think the next three in the series, but uh, then there's some other people take up the mantle.
0: Well, I think that's the new trend because I've been seeing more and more of these. Um, Omnibuses on on uh, on Bard. I mean, I know this was a trend that started with the the science fiction novels, for instance, but um, it's it's become more popular. Um, you know, with everything from trilogies pa- packaged packaged up to um, I am currently browsing through. The complete Andrew Lang all 12 fairy books and you know it's it's interesting how how these publishers do this stuff Um, I frankly find it very very neat because you don't have to go you don't have to go looking for um, looking for a book in a series because they're all there you know all in one book you know it's all it's all just there. I kind of like it.
3: I think NLS is doing it partially because of, of the... Uh, that they're using 2-gig um, cartridges, and they can get the three books on it, plus the fact that it might have been published as a three-book omnibus to start with. Um, I mean, they... they I have one... Um, Tess Garrett's, and I got on Bookshare the first nine books... I mean, nine, <laughs> and they were apparently all published as a, ser- as, a, um, as a series together.
2: Yeah, and I suspect part of it probably has to do with uh, they're, they're digitizing stuff that's been out a while, so it's not like well, people are going to be up in arms if we wait and package you know a book that just came out and we wait for two more to come out after. I mean, they're, they're playing catch-up a bit, so... These are books that are already out there and, and that have been out and and been published a while, so they might as well go ahead and, and put a group of them together if they can, you know, get get the same narrator and, and, and just bam, 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 and, and then plus you know take advantage of the uh, the cartridges uh, the cartridge sizes.
1: I hope that they keep doing it so they don't, you know, do two books and then skip a book and then put in a fourth book. Um cuz that really f- bugs me when they don't do a series completely.
6: Well, uh I I don't mind books being done this way. I think it's fine except that I would have liked to have known how much time was left in the book as I was reading it. And so I had to go back to the beginning. To find out that the book was, I think, t- thirteen hours and thirty-five minutes, and then, um, then in the middle of the book, when I would see how much time was left, and they'd say thirty-six hours or whatever it was, then I could figure out, no, that's not right. There, there's eight hours left, or I'm just grabbing numbers out of the air. But um, no, it's kind of good to have them together, and I think that publishers are doing this so that when a series has been out and people have missed some of the series, they can get them to buy the whole thing. Because I know that, I think the first time that I ever heard of that being done was with Fifty Shades of Grey, which I hated. I did not read most of it. But my sister loved it. And she bought the three-book package because she had them all together there.
5: We've talked about this issue about series before, too. And, and it's my understanding that if you don't see all of the books in the series when NLS is bringing these books back, that some of those books absolutely were so damaged that they could not be digitized.
7: I wonder if, um, well, let's put it this way. Uh, when I was looking at the listening to the book, it seemed clear to me that each one of those was a separate publication um and and that's because you don't really see them tell you how many hours each one of the three is if you're really in a in a state in a in a thing where all of the books were published as one big volume. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that, though, but that was kind of my impression. They
3: do tell you, and um, at the beginning of the book, they tell you each one how long it is. And I didn't go to the beginning to check it. I wanted to know, and I put a bookmark in, and I went to the next book, and it said, oh, 13 hours and two minutes. And I said, thank you, and I went back to my book.
2: Yeah, I think and I think the description says that they were published between uh, 1998 and 2001. So you you kind of tell they came out probably in the standard you know year apart kind of thing. So uh, 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 yeah, this is this is uh, this is just something that NLS has done. I think for at least with respect to these. I mean sometimes uh, publishers do put stuff out as a series at one time, but I I don't think that was the case here.
6: I don't know if NLS can just do it because it's copyright things.
1: I don't know that it matters about copyright, but I hope they don't. I hope they always do it with books that are uh, daisy so they have the uh, chapter and uh, paragraph breaks because I can just see trying to read something that's this long and having to set bookmarks and falling asleep and you know I think that would really kill it if they did a book that wasn't uh, digitally navig- navigable.
0: Well, maybe that's why they're doing it now. Uh, not only because uh, print publishers are doing it, but because they can do it with the Daisy uh, Daisy markup. I think that that may be part of it, um, Marshall. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Any other comments on Mr. Kruger's book?
2: Well, did uh, uh, the the judge remind anybody else of J. Edgar Hoover? He, he was good about gathering dirt on folks, wasn't he? Uh, uh, he he seemed he tried to have all the bases covered, and was uh, I couldn't believe he, he he had gathered all that cache of photos and stuff on people. Well, yeah, I could, cause he, he was a low life. But uh, uh, that that that's one thing that I, <laughs> another thing I've gathered from, and, and of course I know. You know, I'm, I'm oversimplifying, but if there's ever an environmental issue, I'm gonna be on the side of the of the Indians or the Native Americans because, I mean, we've already screwed them out of so much as it is. So, I, I think that I, I, that's what I enjoy. When it comes to environmental things or, or stuff about the spirit and stuff like that, I'd rather listen to them than 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 the than the, 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 the rich white guys that are in charge.
6: Oh, I agree. What was weird for me was that I had and still have um, some family that has the last name of Parent, and they were the most wonderful family. There's a my uncle was a a doctor who was just beyond. I mean, he was the most wonderful educator, doctor caring person then so you have the judge and his family with the last name of parent and I just freaked because I just kept thinking of my my family with the last name and everyone has been so upstanding and so wonderful and here were these awful awful people,
0: yeah isn't it awful when you when you encounter something like that and and, um, you know, it, it works the other way too sometimes, you know, you, you encounter somebody in your life with a last name or a first name that you, you really don't like or that has done you dirt and, you know, you've decided that you're never going to like, you know, um, oh, Evelyn's or Irma's or, um, you know, Franks or, you know, whatever, whatever the name is, and then all of a sudden you run into somebody who's, you know, a, a real, a real upstanding person, and it's got the same <laughs> name, and, you know, so, yeah, but it is kind of interesting, it is definitely interesting, so. righty, um, now, I do believe our book was scheduled for February. I'm going to go check and see, because um, I think it was. Hang on.
2: Well, you don't need to go check, because I messed up, because I picked that same book for our next month of Worlds of Books, and I've already sent out a newswire with it on there. So we need to find something else for February, cause, uh, and that's that's all my fault. Uh, it's called Tell No Lies by Greg Hurwitz, and uh, I had forgotten that we had scheduled it for next month uh, in this group, so y'all, y'all can flog me next time you see me or or, or whatever, just, or, or mentally whip me or whatever, but uh, my apologies.
3: Fifty Lashes with a Wet Noodle.
2: Why do we have to re- pick another book?
3: Well, because most people uh, we have a lot of overlap that people are in both groups.
6: You know, I got so totally confused because I saw it Tell No Lies, and I didn't. I, and I think I saw it for World of Books, and I think I said, is that supposed to be the mystery? I mean, I got totally confused with it. So that's for World of Books, okay. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I, I, I totally confused everybody. So, uh, you know, I, I started thinking before I, before I came to this I said to myself, I said, you know, I think I might have mentioned this last month at the end of... Uh, at the end of the mystery book group, and we decided we might be putting that off to a paper. And, and, and I, I, I use Outlook calendars as my Outlook calendar, and I put, like, an appointment and stuff, and the appointment pops up, and then I, I make notes on the appointment. I save it, so I went back and dug up, or is it digged up? I think it's dug up. Dug up what I had saved last time we met, and sure enough, it said... Tell no, li- tell no Lies for February. So, you know, I, I I just screwed up. I forgot totally that I had done that.
7: Well,
0: honestly, Alan, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Except that if you knew the kind of things that I've done uh, where I have double booked appointments or I have uh, gone someplace on, on the wrong day, um, you know, fully believing that the the show or the appointment was on that day, and it wasn't, you know, so. All right, so you're, you're not going to go by the fact that since we were first, we should do our book first. Okay, I understand. All right, so do you have a replacement?
2: Me? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. So uh, let's have some lively discussion about what we should be reading next month. I I, I apologize. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll peruse my wish list while we're talking about it and see if if there's other any good mysteries uh, lying in there. Okay, and again, I I throw myself on the mercy of the the group and and uh, really apologize. And we would go ahead and do it, but if if I hadn't already published that newswire that for the worlds of books and and listed it.
0: Okay. Um, Well, I have to say I have not been reading mysteries. Recently, I have been reading fantasy, and I, um, I don't quite know what to say, because uh, I don't have any suggestions, um, I did read the latest Clive Cussler, but you guys don't like Clive Cussler, so that's alright, um, and I read the, the latest in the, um, um, Not the 6th, whatever the heck, but the 5th, whatever the heck, which is the um, um, James Rollins. I read that. Um, Let's see. I don't know. Um, Mysteries, mysteries. Um, I am... Well, I shouldn't say I'm not reading any mysteries. I'm currently um, working on... Uh, proofing another Hugh de Singleton mystery. And they are very good. Um, If anybody likes medieval mysteries, they're very good. They're on Bookshare. Uh, They don't seem to be on Bard, but they're very good. Um, And I can't remember what the first one is. I know I should remember. I I should go and look. But um, they are set in 13th century... England, um, around, uh, oh, 50 miles from Oxford in England, and um, it's a series. And, of course, I'm doing number six or number five or whatever the heck it is um, at the moment. But the the, uh, the first book in the series is on Bookshare. So um, if you were in the mood for a medieval mystery, we could certainly do that. And I have also um been proofing um, with a bunch of other people of a whole series of these um, gently mysteries um, which are set in the uh, 1950s and are very good um, they're kind of outdated but they're they're very good but other than that, I haven't been reading mysteries. I've been reading fantasy, I hate to tell you. Um, and if you come to the fantasy group, I will tell you uh, all about what I've been reading and why it is so wonderfully good. But anyway, um, anybody got any suggestions?
2: Well, I've got a couple here in my wish list. I don't know if, I mean, the, some of these are popular kind of mysteries and stuff, so I don't know. One of them's called The Escape by David Baldacci. I mean, I've always been a big fan of David Baldacci, but I have to admit, he's... I, I, he's getting a little tiresome, I think, just because he seems to be churning out an awful lot of books. But, you know, he's still going to write a pretty good one. Uh, I can't tell. This is one's read by Orla Cassidy. She reads all of his commercial stuff, it seems like. And Ron McClarty. I don't know who the characters are. The, annota- the annotation doesn't... It just says it's suspense fiction. Oh, this is a John... Puller. John Puller. Yeah, so... Uh, that's one and then there's also i've got a steve martini book called the judge this is a uh, paul madriani's his main character I-, I like legal fiction because i like analytical kind of stuff and i thought about going to law school at one time but hey this was the first this is not the very first paul madriani book he ever wrote it was the very first one i ever read a long time ago and i remember really loving it so it's just come on the bar recently so uh I added it to my wish list, but that's a couple of options, but uh, I have no preferences.
6: Well, I know that we loved In the Bleak Midwinter, um, which I think was about Claire Ferguson, and I wouldn't mind reading more Claire Claire Ferguson mysteries.
0: Ah, well, she's got about six in her series, and latest one which was just reviewed on uh, dv review is called through the evil days which um you know skips over all the intervening books and takes you to the the end of the series um uh, what what is the second one in her series a fountain filled with blood i think um That's an excellent book. Um, I could stand to read another Claire, reread a Claire Ferguson. I wouldn't mind. Um, Okay, so we've got uh, two from Alan, and we've got um, a Claire Ferguson suggestion. Anybody else?
1: I think I'd go for the last Claire Ferguson, skipping all the others, Um, because I'm working my way through them now. Um, so I'll probably read the read the next three anyway.
6: Well, of course I um I like to read things the way they're written in the series, and so I vote for the second one.
5: I've read them all in series, and I wouldn't be interested.
2: So spell spell Claire Ferguson for me, because I'm having a hard time finding her on Bard.
3: That's the author. I think that the, the I mean, that's the, uh, the character. I think it's Spencer Fleming who is the author. Um, and um, that's why it's hard to find. But I would uh, like the Baldacci. Um, I'm, I, I have it on my hard drive, and then I don't have to get it. See, I'm lazy.
0: Well, I haven't read a Baldacci in a long time. Um, that might be interesting. We could read a Valdachi. Um, as I say, the, the, the uh, Spencer Fleming books are excellent. Um, and uh, actually, now here's a suggestion for you. Uh, the, a book came out just recently on Bard, the latest uh, Judith Jantz. And since she is going to be a guest on this, um, oh, is it Out of the Darkness? Or the uh, what's the, the, uh, the group that is, um, no, it's not Out of the Darkness, but it's, it's uh, you know, one of the blindness groups is having an anniversary bash. Because they're seven years old, apparently, this coming Saturday. And they're having Judith Jantz um, as one of their speakers. And I immediately joined up with these people. um, If only just for that. uh, Because I I really like her stuff. But um, we could certainly do the Baldacci, uh, if that's what people would like to do.
3: It's com, And I've got to join them. Yeah.
6: Thanks, Mickey. I thought it was something about out of sight or something, but I didn't know. Um, Well, I'm okay with anything that people suggest, actually.
0: Okay, so... um, All right, well, I'll tell you what. Then why don't we do... um, What was the name of the Baldacci? I'm sorry, I, I didn't write it down. I should have written it down. But what's the name of the Baldacci book?
2: The Escape. Hang on, give me give me two two ticks here, and I'll I'll get more information on it.
0: You're getting more British every day, Alan. Two ticks, huh? Okay. That's um, <laughs> a very British expression. The first time I heard it was when I was standing in a, a washroom in England, uh, some restaurant or other. I don't know where, but uh, and I was washing my hands, and a, a lovely lady came up beside me and she says, oh, wait a tick, dear, I'll get you a paper towel. And I'd never heard the expression before, but it was, it was just very perfect.
2: Yeah, uh, I picked up, I, I, I like the way they talk, and uh, I used to work for a British company for like 10 or 11 years, and, and I picked up some of their some of their vernacular, I guess. And believe it or not, Bard is currently down now. I was looking at all this stuff, and now I'm getting the Bart is currently down. They've been having some problems today. Uh, it's it's called The Escape. Uh, I, I, I can't see my wish list or anything now with this down, but it it's Baldacci, and it's uh, uh, John Pullman. I think it's P-U-L-L-M-A-N is the character. I think I read the first in this series. He's kind of a Kind of a lone wolf kind of guy, you know. Like everybody seems to be writing about now with Lee Child's success with Jack Reacher, but uh, uh, this guy wasn't. wasn't is, is, I mean, it's it's not the same as reading Reacher, so it's 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 different. But uh, uh, but it is called the Escape, and uh, I can't give you a DV number like Sickness Bards down right now.
6: Mickey, is that out of sight thing out of dash sight or something weird like that? Or is it just blank, out
3: of sight? I don't know. I haven't checked it. Um, I, I think this is my day to be... I think it, his name is Puller, not Pullman. Pullman is the car. <laughs> um, and as long as I'm being being weird, uh, the reason I chose Krieger rather than Kruger is I have a lot of f- friends named Krieger, U-E, and they're this side of the Atlantic,
0: Okay. Well, um, I've been. um, Well, our our uh, choral director has a has a fascination with uh, German music of all kinds, and um, as well as other things. And I've I've been um, recently reading uh, German and Yiddish and um, singing in those. And then uh, our next up. For the March concert is the Brahms Requiem, so I'm uh, well acquainted with with German pronunciation at this point. So, um, okay, and and uh, just as a matter of interest, yeah, it's out dash of dash sight. Um, it is out dash of dash sight because uh, I signed up. And um, where was I? Oh, uh, how do you spell Baldacci? I'm sorry to say. I don't know.
2: Well, for those that are interested, I just put the link to Out of Sight up in the public chat area. So it's a live link. You should be able to click on it, and it'll take you to it. B-A-L-D-A-C-C-I, Baldacci. B-A-L, or bald at first, A-C-C-I is how you spell his name. And... Yeah, you're definitely right. It is definitely Puller. If I said Pullman, I must have been thinking back to my old Lionel days or something. Sorry about that. Thanks for the correction.
0: Or you could have been thinking of um, Philip Pullman, who is a who is a fantasy author. But then again, you know, whatever. Anyhow, all right. We have chosen our book, and so goes the world. Uh, It is now about 13 minutes to six Eastern time. So, um, thanks, everybody, for coming. And uh, does anybody have any last comments? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, 2nd, ninth, 16th, 23rd. We'll be meeting on February 23rd uh, this next month. February 23rd. Um, no, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. It's the 22nd because February 1st is on a Sunday. All right. Anyway, never mind. Okay, so it's the 22nd.
2: Definitely the 22nd, yeah. And uh, again, I want to apologize for poaching the book that we had already picked. Sorry about that.
0: we will forgive
6: you, Alan, this time.
2: And thanks for everybody's comments. I enjoyed discussing the book. And y'all have a great uh, remainder of your Sunday and a great uh, 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 upcoming week. And I'll catch you later.